0: reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, this is Dirk Nowitzki and you're listening to the MAPS Step Back Podcast.
1: TK! like TK! Like that. Yeah, it's the Mavericks, all up by action. Don't do no acting, no Samuel Jackson. Dirkie the ball, you know that it's magic. Post move deadly, yeah, it get tragic. Luke with the ball, yeah, it get nasty. He'll drop 30. Don't gotta ask him, got Chris Stapps. Coach at the Adam, I spass like Dallas. Set out a rapping God. If Luke will shoot the ball, you know that it's cash. But my boy still living the past. Now he got my boy Chris Stapps, looking like Dirk and Nash in the gap. They just wanna ring, wanna fill the gap. On your team head, ain't talking heads. Dang, i not relax. Still at the champ. Even still coming with the gallop. flow, The master best on the floor. I'm wild, but yeah, I'm the GOAT. This gang How's it
2: going, everybody? Welcome in to another edition of the Step Back, a Mavs podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host and Sports Illustrated Dallas basketball colleague, Matt Galatson. Uh As you know, a few weeks ago, uh, we went over Sports Illustrated's NBA Top 100, and we talked about where they had Luka and where they had Kristaps uh, Porzingis and if we thought that was fair, and we, we went over a couple of other names too. Well, since then, uh, ESPN has released uh, their top 100 as well. And sure enough, Matt, they have uh, the young Mavs duo pretty high on, on their list as well. Um, okay, so Luca is at number 16, which I absolutely love. Second-year player, and he's approaching top 50. 15 status according to ESPN. So uh, I really love that. You know, it continues to build the expectations. Uh, you know, for Luca, uh, for him to build on what was already a historic rookie season. So I uh, really like that they had Porzingis at number 34, and just by comparison, you know, when we talked about the Sports Illustrated uh, rankings, they had Luca. At number thirty, and uh, Porzingis at number thirty-seven. So uh, KP, he's in the same range in both rankings. Uh, ESPN has Luca considerably higher in theirs. And Matt, just just to kind of look back to last year, uh, they had Luca at number fifty-nine going. At, no, I'm sorry, they had him at number sixty-three going into his uh, rookie season. And then they had Kristaps Porzingis at number fifty-nine. So, both players jumping considerably uh, in the ESPN rankings from last year to this year. What's your initial thoughts?
0: Uh, well, um, I love this list. I think it's uh, a lot better than um, the Sports Illustrated one. Uh, don't fire me, please. <laughs> um, With
2: all due respect, we we like ESPN's yeah. better.
0: <laughs> well. Okay, so there's give and take with both. So I, I don't like how they include rookies in this one. Same. Um, But I do like where they had people better in this one. So I, I love that DeAndre Jordan's not in the top 100. That's fantastic. Um, Tim McMahon apparently, according to ESPN.com, thinks that Harrison Barnes should be in the top 100, but that's hilarious. So we won't go into that too much. I won't um, get it. Look, I,
2: here, I'll say this. When you get up into that, you know, 90 to 100 range, I think there's a case that could be made for a lot of guys. So I'm not going to knock Tim too much for that, but, I mean, I I could see it going either way.
0: Well, okay. Everybody they have from 100 to 90, I would rather have than Harrison Barnes. Um, They have, like, Otto Porter and Julius Randle and Gallinari and... Uh, Justice Winslow and Jared Allen, and so <clears throat> I, I, I think uh, anyway. Uh, and I, I like that they have Luca ranked twenty-two spots ahead of Draymond Green. That makes me so happy. Um, hey, I, I think that Trey Young a little star, too high.
2: Star player versus you know what? Draymond was the fourth best player on his team.
0: So I mean No, yeah, I mean I we all know how I feel about Draymond. <laughs> um but yeah, and, and you know, I, I think KP's in a in a really good spot, um, with a chance to go up. Um but I mean they have Trey Young a little too high, but whatever, you know, he, he had a great end of the season, so he's riding um some momentum. So you know, I, I think it's great. They still haven't released the top two as we record as we're recording this, um, but it's Giannis and Kawhi. It's just a matter of which one they have first and which one they have second. Um, well, see, here's the thing. Here's my biggest
2: issue with ESPN's rankings, and it's like you said, I, I don't like how they include rookies because you just you don't know. I mean, you're you're literally just taking a shot in the dark trying to rank a guy that hasn't played 1 minute in the NBA and you see that you know just by looking at where they had Luka going in, into his rookie year versus where he is right now he jumped almost 50 spots in one season which is yeah. which is crazy and and then also like i'm looking at where they have Zion which is number 42, 42. And you look at the players that are ranked behind Zion. Kevin Love at 43. Miles Turner at 44. Aaron Gordon. uh, DeMar DeRozan. John Collins. And let's see. Boyan Bogdanovich, and then you have Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson. at number 49, <laughs> which is absolutely absurd to me. Yeah,
0: we'll talk about that in a second. But um <laughs> I have a I do have a big issue with that.
2: So I mean that that's my biggest thing. It's like you really don't have any idea how these rookies are, are, are gonna perform in, in their first year. And I think to put Zion seven spots ahead of a three-time champion and and Clay Thompson is is pretty ridiculous but
0: anyway no yeah I agree my, my thing about Clay Thompson being on either of these lists where he is cuz I mean he's he's about this low in sports illustrateds if I don't if I remember correctly um he's not where they have him in both lists is not representative of what he is as a player I get that he's injured and he's not going to play most of the season if at all So either rank him where he's supposed to be ranked or don't have him on the list at all. Like, they don't have Kevin Durant on the list (laughs) here because he's not going to play.
2: But see, the the thing with me is even, like, when they... Okay, so ESPN does their rankings. And they put the previous rank, and then they put the projected RPM wins, and then they have, like, a little short summary you know i guess kind of explaining why the the players are where they're at it doesn't say anything about clay thompson being injured in the little summary by uh, Kirk goldsberry so i i don't even know if that's being taken into consideration it's really weird because i mean the previous rank for clay thompson uh last year was number 18 and then he drops thirty one spots, to number forty one. So I, I really just yeah, I, and
0: eighteen was too low for him last year too. <laughs> yeah.
2: So I really don't get that one at all.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, what this so that what this list is telling me basically is that Luca is going to be better this coming season than Clay Thompson was last year. Which I mean, which
2: would be insane. That'd be amazing. Yes.
0: That'd be. That would be ridiculous. Like. Do I hope it happens? Sure. We already know Luca's a much
2: better uh, distributor. Uh, he's a better rebounder, and I mean well, he can sure. he can fill like, it up. But I mean, efficiency wise, if he can even you know get close to Clay, that would be amazing.
0: Clay's one of the best shooters of all time, and he's probably the best perimeter defender in the NBA. At least one of the top two or three. I'm gonna give that so, to Kawhi or Giannis, but okay, but he's he's right up there. Yeah. You know what I mean? For there's a reason art. he's always guarding the team's best player. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously he's not better than Kawhi, but you know where I'm getting at. Yeah, he's, he's a one of the best defender. defenders in the NBA. Yeah. So, like, that's what that's what I'm saying. Just like, either leave him off the list or put him where he's supposed to be. Like it it, it's just it. I don't know that that really bothers me. But otherwise, like, I really like this list for the most part. I mean there's a couple things here and there but Sports Illustrated's list was I think a little bit a little bit more you know a little more out there. It was neater. And, it was neater though cuz it didn't have the
2: you know it, some of them some of the rankings were a stretch but I think leaving out the rookies is what I don't know. I mean each list has its ups and downs but that that's one thing that I liked about the the SI list.
0: Yeah, so, uh, so under Luca, we'll read, we'll, we'll read, uh, KP's summary here in a bit. But so what they say about Luca is that the, under these players, they have one big question for, for all the players in Luca's category. And he's right behind Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, which, you know, I think Ben Simmons is wildly overrated. But, um, so their one big question about luke is what kind of shape will Doncic be in at the start of the season uh amazing. he played himself into he played himself in the rookie of the year condition after coming in with the excess weight that comes with being the king of madrid how will Doncic maintain his body how Doncic maintains his body is a big factor in whether he's an eventual nvp candidate did these people just not pay attention to the offseason news
2: nobody pays attention to the mavs at all unless like
0: it's just forced upon them. So, I mean, that, he's not using lighting or anything. You can't use lighting to look like you've lost twenty pounds of fat, right? Like Luca right. looks like he's lost twenty pounds of fat.
2: Well, it's not just it's not just the pictures though. we've seen. Video of him actually playing basketball in an open gym, and you can't fake it on a video. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, he, it's legit. Like he's actually put in the work and. He looks great. He's probably in the best shape of his life. And, I mean, I, I really think that both him and Porzingis got together, you know, early in the summer and just like, hey, let's go knock this thing out of the park. Like, <laughs> let's start this season, like, in the best shape possible and just, like, shock people. And I really think yeah, that's what's going to happen.
0: I'm sure Rick had a, had a hand in that saying, like, look, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but... So what they say about Porzingis is, um, so they have Chris Herring on projecting the Mavericks. And it's really short. It doesn't really say too much. But it says, marking Dallas down for more than 40 wins in the stronger of the two conferences uh, strikes me as a small reach, if only because of how long it might take Porzingis to regain a rhythm after sitting out a season to rehab following his ACL tear, which I think is fair. Yeah, We don't know how he's going to come out playing professional basketball you know, after sitting out. What is basically almost two years right and and
2: look every even each of our predictions for this upcoming Mavs season and pretty much every other prediction I've seen out there for the Mavs it always has that asterisk on it It, and that asterisk is if KP is healthy so I mean I, I get that I really do
0: yeah and that's that's what matters is like that's the biggest thing is his health and uh um, thi- you know
2: the thing what i'm curious to see and i mean i don't know if it's going to happen or not but i could see it happening people have forgotten just how good poor Zingas can be when he is healthy like he he is a dominant player and he can he can be elite on both ends of the floor uh you know as a shot blocker and an offensive player and I'm curious to see by by year's end how much Porzingis can close the gap between him and Luca. You know, Luca's at sixteen in these ESPN rankings, Porzingis is at thirty four. Like, could 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 Porzingis like get into that top twenty and like start breathing down Luca's neck a little bit? I mean I, I could see it.
0: Uh, yeah yeah but like I mean like we've been saying, it's all dependent on his health, which i it's it scares me to to think too much ahead because he's you know he's a complete unknown at this point as far as what his health is gonna be like it just it's just a too big of a scare, but you know um, based on what he's been doing this off season with improving his his you know his core and his you know his strength and really all parts of his body. I think that stuff is really going to help. Um, we'll just have to see what happens.
2: Yeah, and even, even on that little summary that Chris Herring of uh, ESPN gave uh, on Porzingis, he doesn't even mention like being worried about Porzingis re-injuring himself. Uh, I've said it before, you know, we've talked about it all through the summer, but I really just I don't think the Mavs. One make the trade f- for Porzingis if if they don't think that you know he's going to make a full recovery, and two I don't know that they give him a fully guaranteed one hundred and fifty eight million dollar, uh five year contract, if they have any doubts whatsoever. So I mean, you know e- well, e- even mean, in that little summary that Heron gave, he talks about how long it might take Porzingis to regain a rhythm after sitting out. And I I think that's more of the concern than him being re-injured. I think him putting on the muscle this summer, uh, getting with Casey Smith and uh, his other trainers he's been working with, and adding that strength was to help him hopefully prevent future injuries. And I think that's the main concern now is like, okay, well, he hasn't played in 20 months. How long is it going to take to knock off this rust?
0: Yeah, I just, you know – I think it's hard to, to know for sure anything about about injuries. If somebody's an injury prone person, they usually are always an injury prone person. It's hard. I mean um, you can't predict. What, whether that or stuff. not it's always gonna be yeah. Like whether or not it's always you know, it's it's it could be something completely different if he gets injured than, you know, has happened in the past. Um, it could be nothing. I mean, nothing could happen. It's just there's a bit of a obviously there was a bit of a gamble in what they did. Um so, but, you know, when you are where the Mavericks were, you're not going to get to where they want to be if you don't take risks and don't take gambles. So they're going all in on Porzingis, and just we'll just have to see if it pays off.
2: Yeah, and if it does pay off, oh my goodness, it's going to be... <laughs> like, dude, I'm, I'm already so excited for this season. It, it's, it's hard for me to believe that we're so close to media day, and we're just, like, a few weeks away from the first... Uh, preseason game i mean it's it's here i mean we we've been waiting for so long we're finally going to get to see it all come together and uh, i can't wait to see how long it takes for this team to gel and i mean hopefully we have a playoff team we can cover this year
0: <clears throat> yeah media, media day is on monday which is crazy <laughs>
2: so crazy i mean I, um, I i'm i'm pretty envious of you and fish because i mean i i wish media day was on the weekend uh, I understand why they don't do that, but, you know, <laughs> if it was on a Saturday, I would be out there with you guys. So
0: Yeah, it's um I'm trying to get a few things lined up with Mavs uh with Mavs media relations for uh for both the pod and for the website. So it would be great. You know. Yeah. Everybody keep their fingers crossed I have some good ideas.
2: Now that open practice, that open scrimmage they're having on uh, October 6, uh, you can go to, uh, Dallas com and read that piece we put up on that, but, uh, that is going to be on a Sunday at 1130. So Matt, I may have to come out to that one. So,
0: I mean, feel free, man. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I can make that or not. Uh,
2: I was just going to ask if you're
0: in town because you know, I'm in town, <laughs> um, with it's we, you know everybody knows i work at 105.3 the fan now by this point and i work a lot on the weekends so um it's just a matter of you know making that work <laughs>
2: depending on what the well yeah the cowboys play play later in that cowboys day, so. play
0: at, at at 325 that day i'm not so i'll have to, i'll have to talk to the people who tell me what to do <laughs> but 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 we shall see
2: well Guys, look, we're going to take a quick break here. We'll be back on the other side. We're going to talk about uh, the NBA cracking down on uh, players' heights and ages. So stick with us. We'll be right back. All right, guys, we're back. Uh, We're going to jump right into it. The NBA uh, recently said that they're going to be cracking down on players' listed heights and ages. Uh, Matt, you want to fill us in on what our our guy Mark Stein had to say about that?
0: Yes. Uh, so, this kind of came out of nowhere this morning, um, and we had a good laugh about it in our uh, DM group with Kirk <laughs> Henderson because uh, <laughs> we all kind of had the same idea. Dude, all but, of um, Mavs...
2: Look, when this came out, like I somebody should go to check on J.J. Barea because <laughs> all... All of Mav's Twitter immediately, like, I saw so many of the same jokes, and even Dirk got in on it.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it was it was hysterical.
2: Asking if he was okay. So I, I feel sorry for JJ that, like, that's where everybody's mind immediately went. But anyway, carry on.
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh, here's what Stein said. NBA teams were notified this week that they must certify and submit the precise height and age for every player within the first week of training camp. <laughs> <laughs> um, for some, for uh, for years, some players have been listed as taller and some shorter than they really are. Hello, JJ. Hello, Kevin Durant. And <laughs> the league clearly wants to change that. Height will be measured with the player's shoes off. Uh, player weight will not be sought because that number fluctuates so often. Um, and among the motivations for this new policy, sources say to Steinemo, is that um uh, is the fact that Buddy Heald's age was found to be recorded incorrectly in 2018 <laughs> and he was uh 26 not 25
2: watch out DeAndre so, Aiden.
0: Yeah so um <laughs> then one guy commented underneath and said thought maker about to become the oldest player in the league (laughs) Uh, the the
2: thing with buddy Uh, i I actually read a little bit about that and i think the way the buddy healed thing went is so like his last birthday people thought and i mean it was just listed online i guess somebody just took it and ran with it but it was listed he was 24 so like when he turned 25 everybody was wishing him a happy 25th birthday and i think buddy Hield was the one that was just like nah man i'm 26 i'm 26 <laughs> I'm 26. and i think that's where that all started so i mean it's not like he lied about his age or anything i don't i don't know how that happened <laughs> so Somebody-
0: yeah i it's like dominicans in baseball i guess it's like nobody really knows how old they are so maybe DeAndre Ayton's actually thirty seven and we just don't know it. But
2: but I mean like the J I mean I can see why everybody jumped on J.J. J Berea immediately when this came out because he's been listed as being six foot tall for like his entire career. <laughs> he it's
0: six foot exactly. And is that what it says on basketball reference yeah yeah six foot exactly six foot zero inches. no way i'm looking this up
2: that's what it, i'm looking at six it right feet. now
0: feet <laughs> it's on wikipedia and on basketball so reference.
2: i mean look what are we what are we saying over under here for jj once this is
0: actually certified what like five six uh okay so i've actually stood next to jj and i'm five foot ten and i'm taller than him <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, so uh, you know maybe five eight.
0: I think he's somewhere between five eight and five nine. Okay. Um, and he's probably wearing shoes when you're doing that. So. Well, yeah, but I am too. So it's kind of. It's kind of a trade-off. You know, but he's not taller than I've me. Been, he's not two inches taller than me. That's for that's for damn sure. Um,
2: I'm, I'm like right in between six three and six four, and I've been in the locker room, with. You know JJ and the rest of those guys in New Orleans, and I've been out to Dallas a few times. But I mean, I've never the difference in height between me and JJ. I mean, I've never really, you know, thought about it. <laughs> I, I honestly, everybody said that he's listed as six foot, and we we've always kind of been like, uh, there's no there's no way. But I mean, what if he actually? What if they measure him and he actually turns out to be six foot? Is that even possible?
0: No, (laughs) no, I refuse, I refuse to believe that's possible. Like maybe we're happy to be proven. Maybe
2: we're just like not as tall as we think we are.
0: No. So, um, I went to a a doctor at a doctor's appointment, just like a physical checkup thing. Nothing, nothing serious or anything. Good. And I'm glad to uh, hear that, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) And they measured my height exactly. And I was five ten and a half with shoes off, standing straight up, no hat, everything.
2: Well, and look, JJ. I mean, there's there's some other players that I'm interested in seeing exactly how tall they are because, like, take Luca for example. Uh, throughout his pre-draft process, and even you know, early on into his rookie year, you kept seeing anything between six seven. I mean, uh, six six to six eight. And I think Dirk may have even said at one point he was a legit six nine I mean i I don't know but uh, so I mean we'll get to see exactly how tall he is um uh, looking down the list here
0: let's see uh I have a hard time believing that Jalen Brunson's six three but
2: yeah that's enough well I actually believe I... that um. Uh,
0: it, I honestly think what this is going to do is everybody in the league is going to end up being shorter than they actually are.
2: <laughs> well, the thing with Brunson, I've actually, you know, when you see him stand next to JJ, he's considered, I mean, he's, you can tell he's definitely taller. So I don't think that's a stretch for him. I just think he's he's kind of, for a point guard, he's got kind of a boxy build. He's kind of like a Kyle Lowry uh, kind of build. So, I mean, that kind of. Makes him look like he's not as tall, but I mean, I, I could see that being legit.
0: I don't know. I guess we'll see. I just, I, I have a feeling that two K is is going to have a massive <laughs> undertaking after after all this is done.
2: Okay, so like just moving away from the the height thing, let's just talk about age for a second. Uh, I mean, do you do you see any any age issues with the Mavs roster? Like maybe Boban is like actually 50 years old.
0: <laughs> I mean, he moves around like he's 50. Um I, man, I don't know. Uh maybe No, I don't think so. You don't um, you, I don't know. You really just I don't, don't know see who that Dakota lot. Mathis is
2: He's 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 a Holman. camp invite.
0: Well, yeah, but like I so they're not going to matter.
2: Dakota Mathis is it's Matthias. Is it
0: Matthias? I think it's Matthias. Well, it, it, I, Dakota... I, I said Mathis, but I think it's Matthias. Dakota,
2: if it's Matthias, I'm sorry for butchering that. But he, he actually listens to the pod. He follows our Instagram account, so it'd be nice if we got his name right.
0: <laughs> Does he really? Yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I love you. You're my new favorite math But yeah, he, he got um, a
2: camp invite, so he'll be there uh, for training camp. You do camp matter.
0: You were going to be... Uh, the next Yogi Farrell. Hey, we can hope.
2: I'm look, if we're just gonna briefly talk about some of these camp invite guys, I'm actually really intrigued with uh Eric Holman from Mississippi State. because uh, he you know he's six ten. We think he's six ten. We'll find out for sure. <laughs> but he's a he's a big dude, but he's he's agile and he can shoot threes. I don't, I mean, I'm not going to put any stock into, or too much stock into these guys, but, I mean, I think if we end up hearing some noise from Eric Holman uh, in training camp, I I wouldn't be shocked. I think he has something to prove.
0: Uh, I do not know anything about him (laughs) or any of the other, I'll, I'll be honest, I'll be honest, guys, it's not because I don't care. It's because I've been so wrapped up in football the last few weeks that like the the training camp stuff, like the invites have kind of slipped through the cracks for me and and Dalton's been picking up the slack, which I greatly appreciate.
2: It's it's no problem, um, I enjoy
0: it. <laughs> but I, I I have not I don't know much about Dakota or uh or Eric Holman. Um Well, look, I I if if they're inviting me to camp, they must see something they like. So, well, and um, I mean
2: that's really what training camp is about. I mean you you basically have your fifteen players. Uh, usually, the couple there's a couple spots at the end of the roster that aren't really set in stone. And I mean that's that's why they're there is to you know make a name for themselves and open some eyes. So, I mean Dorian Finney-Smith was in that position at one point. Uh, so I mean <laughs> you you just you never know. So. Uh, but anyway, you know, all that's coming up here soon. Uh, like you said, Media Day is on Monday. Uh, then on the 8th, October 8th, they'll play their first uh, preseason game in Tulsa, Oklahoma against the Thunder. Uh, you can go to DallasBasketball.com. We have a full breakdown of the preseason schedule. And then the regular season, it'll be here on October 23rd. And again, guys, I mean, uh, we've, we've talked about this a lot, but you still have some time to enter our tickets giveaway. Uh, the Step Back is giving away two tickets to the Mavs and Wizards uh, season opening game at American Airlines Center. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and leave us a review. And in that review, put your Twitter name or your Instagram name on there so we know how to identify you, but we will be announcing the, the winner of that ticket giveaway the day after the Mavs first preseason game. So October 9th. So y'all get excited about that uh, if you're a first time listener, we're glad to have you. If you've been here for a long time, we appreciate your continued support. Uh, you know the uh, as most of you have noticed, uh, the Sports Illustrated, integration has already started with dallasbasketball.com we got a nice, we have a nice new banner uh, set up on the website and then uh, in the coming weeks we will have that sports illustrated url which will result in a lot more people you know tuning into the pod so uh, we welcome the newcomers and we appreciate the the ones that have been here for a long time our day ones and we will continue to bring you the best Dallas Mavericks content we know how. So, guys, we appreciate it. We hope you have a great weekend, and we will see you next week to talk about media day and training camp. We'll see you. A
1: uh, lot of times feel like I was on the road to nowhere. Tell me why all these people up in my face acting like I know them. Feeling like Luka Doncic, rookie of the year, I'm the coldest. Guys speaking through me every single track, bro, I fit like Moses. Asking why I gotta wait till I'm there to go and get my roses. Feeling like Mass 2019 grinding unfocused. I used to go to bed at night discouraged so hopeless. Went through the same pain. My friend chose drugs to cope with. Now I'm all these hate comments. Man, and God, I'm motion. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns.